0: Here's what's coming up on today's show.
1: You know, it's it's gotten me to the point where the best decision I've ever made was doing something for myself and being selfish and going
0: back to school and doing what I needed to do in life. It's time for financial advisor, Ben Schrock, to give you the keys to retiring with confidence. This is Unlocking Your Financial Future. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Unlocking Your
2: Financial Future. I'm Ben Schrock and joining me today, we have special guests, Mike and Mandy Hamlin with Kitchen 212. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for Thanks having us. Fine. Yeah. So um, we've known Mike and Mandy now what's been probably three years-ish, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, and they own a and operate a... a Food truck, I guess, catering business. They do a lot of things, which we'll ask them all about today. Um, but we're gonna spend maybe two episodes, maybe one lot, long episode, we'll see how it goes. Um, getting to know them a little bit more. What we'll kind of got them into the business, and and uh, you know to have them talk a little bit about their business, and then maybe break down some of the actual money side of things, and and talk about the the business, the structure of it, and all that good stuff. So. To get started, why don't you guys give me a little bit about your background, what kind of uh, got you ultimately to the point where you are today, and I guess whoever wants to go yeah. first. You're good Ladies at Ladies first. Mike. No, <laughs> no, Mike? Okay. well, Mike's Mike. good at the 212 story. All right. Go for it, Mike. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Uh, the way we got started was uh, during uh, 2020, uh, we, we were in high-volume hospitality. We lost our jobs. Eventually. was that a COVID thing? Yeah. We just <laughs> being in high volume at the time. I mean, I, we were doing it. I remember, uh, I was an executive sous chef at uh, Navy pier in Chicago at the time. And we were doing a tasting for a client and it was the, a uh, few days before the, the nationwide shutdown. Jeez. The bosses all run out of the tasting. We're just all hands on deck. Nobody knows what's going on. Obviously it was like that for everybody. And, uh, as more and more stuff kept getting shut down, um, You know, in high volume hospitality, you're there to serve high volume a lot of people. So, um, it started out with being furloughed from our companies with then a few months and after that in the summer of 2020 being officially terminated because at the time nobody knew when right. anything was going to come back it was
2: all slow the curve or slightly right the, the all the saying is going to last uh, 30 days mm-hmm. a yeah. month you know yeah. and all it just kept rising, rising, rising. Yeah. The yeah. kept going. and rising right
1: yeah and it never stopped and then it, the, right. it got to a point after we were terminated where there was no end in sight for it so uh we you know, And Chicago was getting scary with all the riots and all that kind of stuff. And with uh, being from Northeast Ohio originally, we decided to move back, regroup, you know, to see what we were going to do, you know, whether it be go do sales and something else or just go be a line cook at a brewery or something like that it was just, you know, let's get settled in somewhere else that's not Chicago and let's figure out what we're going to do. And, uh, we had a lot of support from family and friends to start a food truck. And, uh,
2: here we are. So it's <laughs> been a whirlwind. Were you guys married at that time?
3: We just actually got married. We got married in February of 2020. Wow. Um, Mike accepted the position to move to Chicago right before we got married. Uh, we moved out there. We, um, I worked three whole weeks at the Hilton out there before I was terminated. And we were about six weeks into marriage. And so we had a very extended honeymoon. uh, Talk about uh, getting getting thrown into the fire. My goodness.
2: Get get Um, married, get COVID. 2020
3: was a year to remember. Hard to believe we're coming up on almost four years of it now. And three years of the business, which is crazy. It's went so fast. And, um, crazy to see how it's grown since then. Yeah,
2: that's awesome. So what, what's your background, Manny? What, what, like, did you always work for hotels and, and hospitality? Yeah.
3: After, um, I graduated college, I uh, moved up to Mackinac Island in Northern Michigan mm-hmm. and did, um, sales and events up there for a couple years. Um, then I moved down to Columbus and started in hotels in the city. Okay. Um, that's where Mike and I actually met at that time. Um, he was one of the cooks there. Um, and then our Um, life kind of we were in columbus for about six years together um i was doing same thing hotels and um sales and different events down there and um so we've made a good mesh for our, our background together. With um, we were a perfect match to kind of start this business yeah. with him being a chef and me having the Absolutely. sales and event side of things. Compliments so, yeah. nicely.
2: Is that what you went to school for specifically? The I hospitality did, yeah. management stuff.
3: Yeah, tourism, leisure, and event planning nice. was a degree at uh, Bowling Green. I okay. graduated from. So yeah. Sounds like
2: a fun degree. Yeah.
3: yeah. It always does <laughs> until College you actually a good time.
2: <laughs> realize the logistics of it all, and yeah. it's not just. There's the a trend. little bit more to it. Yeah. yeah.
3: I had a minor in marketing then to kind of back up that end of it but a lot of the industry that I'm in is you learn as you go it's, sure don't take much unfortunately from absolutely the, from the college degree <laughs> that's
2: awesome Mike what, what made you get into culinary school and and you know take that path well
1: it, it was kind of a rocky path I wasn't the best high school student um, I actually ended up dropping out of high school my senior year mm-hmm. I, I was just I was into you know all the stuff that happens when you're a teenager. Sure. Um, and as I was going through my 20s, I was, you know, I was kind of beating myself up. So I ended up going back and getting my high school diploma, um, and working on that as opposed to just getting my uh, GED. Yeah. And then a couple more years went by, and I'm just, I'm a laborer here in Northeast Ohio. And uh, I had friends who were a few years ahead of me, kind of doing the same thing. And I was just like, you know, enough's enough. I want something better in sure. life. Um, and I'm not a tech guy. (laughs) I'm somebody who likes to work with my hands. So I've always uh, kept with coming from a big family. I always like to cook. So I looked into going to culinary school. And, uh, at the time I had a friend who was doing a a master's program down at, um, Ohio university. Um, and then the next town over from Athens, Ohio is Nelsonville, Ohio sits a nice little community college called Hocking college. They had a great program. Um, and I enrolled, awesome. Um, and I was a non-traditional student. I think I was 28 or 29 when I went and uh, I took it very serious. I loved it, fell in love with it, graduated, mentor, sent me up with a job in Columbus. And that's what got me to a bigger city to, to where I met, met my wife, Mandy. And, um, then the, the career really started, um, just snowballing on me. Sure. I, I was at one, you know, Within two years of graduating, I was already a sous chef at one of the largest uh, convention centers in the state, and um, it just you know it's it's gotten me to the point to where I I'm the best decision I've ever made was doing something for myself and being selfish and going back to school and doing what I needed to do in life.
2: Awesome, yeah, I love it. Yeah, and it is it kind of that's a good segue into you know working for yourself. And I I jotted down notes because I wanted to read this and ask you guys if you know what this is. Um, this is a definition, and, and you try to define the word, or find the word. The definition is a person who organizes and operates a business or businesses taking on greater than normal financial risks in order to do so. You know what that defines? What word that defines? Entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and do you guys, I love asking this question and, and talking to other business owners, do you guys... When you made that decision, I doubt in your minds, um, or even when you first started in your career path or graduated from school, you ever thought that I'm going to own my own business one day. And never. maybe you did, right? But I, I never did. Never once. Yeah. And so when you got to that point, even when you took that leap of faith to start the business, you never really probably considered yourself an entrepreneur. Either. No. Right. It's just Still it's, don't really. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, so, a, yeah. But that literally defines what you guys are doing, which is yeah. so cool and it's so i oftentimes equate it to operating on an island and and you guys can can yeah. understand that right it's fortunately it's the two of you you have that and i you know work with caitlin my right. wife and you know having some support there it's not always easy to be operating by yourselves and and because yeah. the full financial success of the company relies on the, the yeah. two you right and everyone needs money to to live their life so right. Did you guys ever feel like that pressure was on or was it just kind of, Hey, we're back in the quarter. We got nothing else to do. Let's just do it and we'll figure it out later.
3: Kind of a little bit of both. I feel like we had so much support yeah. to, to get this started. Um, which I mean, looking back, it was kind of a pseudo joke about Mike and Mandy starting a food truck. Yeah. Then we kind of got thinking about it. We had clearly nothing but time for a few months during all of this. And, um, then we thought, you know, maybe this is a good idea. We should give it a whirl. Sure. Um, And when we moved back, we, um, I was actually just got a day job as the, the, uh, food trailer that we have is custom built, um, and Mike got it done down in Georgia. So he was kind of in the process of getting all of that and all the permits. And, Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot more to to start a business than we realized. And, um, I actually at that point just kind of got a day job because we didn't know what things were going to be. I was working for Penske logistics, Mm -hmm. um, something just to kind of get us back on our feet at that time. Um, and then, we kind of launched everything and it went from like zero to 60 real quick, and, yeah. which was a great problem to have, but we didn't really have policies, procedures or, or anything sure. in place, which sounds ridiculous for just a team of two. But at the same time, we, we didn't know what we didn't know then, right. but we also just kind of hit the ground running and looking back, wish we would have spent a little bit more time of, of figuring out a, a better path to get started. Like looking back, if I ever started another business right. or, or, or guided somebody how to, I would definitely do oh. look back and do things a lot differently now.
2: I think that's great advice, honestly, for anyone that's trying to, Because, but the hard part with that is that doesn't pay the bills, right? right. <laughs> the no. only well, thing that pays a, the bills is yeah. get in the truck and go yeah. Yeah. Right. and make food. And, and, and
3: that's what I think was so crazy. It was like we were just... We said no to nothing, which yeah. looking back wasn't the right answer sure. either. You know, there was pros and cons to it. But at the same time, it was like, we learned so much so quickly. That the end of trial
1: by fire. Yeah. yeah.
3: By the end of 2021, we were like, well, we're going to end our first year of business with a divorce yeah. <laughs> or we're not going to have a business because like we got to step back and like really sure. look at it, what we did right, what we did wrong. And then we also have to sit back and be proud of what we did accomplish. You that do. was something I feel like we still don't do the mm. best at but we've we're trying to get better at that because we have came so far from yeah. from the beginning.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean our mantra really from like year 1 is kind of what Mandy said a minute ago. We don't we didn't know what we didn't know. Yeah. And as opposed to getting mad when stuff would happen, we just we'd have to let it just roll off our back yeah. and just tie our shoes tighter the next day and just try to start learning to expect what not to expect if that makes any kind of sense because totally. it's it's really all it is. I mean I I mean I definitely I couldn't do this without Mandy's no knowledge of sales. Like sure. I'm, I'm a guy that, you know, you keep me in a kitchen and I'll cook for you all day and I'm fine. I'm happy. Yeah. I'll do some maintenance. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I could, there's no way I could cold call or make the business decisions that she does. Um, and vice versa. That's where we've learned. Like after year one, we, we weren't recognizing each other for that. Those small little things of how we were getting from step to step to step. Sure. It's taken us to be a husband and wife at the same time as business partners to acknowledge that, you mm-hmm. know, and, and tell each other that we're doing good jobs and stuff like that. Cause, cause otherwise we are the only coworkers we have and most people at any other day job, you know, if you do something well, or if a coworker does something well, you always congratulate that person, absolutely you know, and it's. It's different when that person's your wife, yeah. you know, or, or your husband. You know, sometimes, yeah. sometimes, you know, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and, and you don't want to give a compliment, <laughs> right. out, but you got to, you just got to do it for the for the sake of your professional and business uh,
2: relationship. Yeah, what a better place to do than on the podcast? Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah.
3: Well, and it was yeah. One day, you know, something would go wrong, and uh, a good friend of uh, a friend of Mike's, I should say, and uh, he's a an entrepreneur, business owner as well, said something crazier is going to happen the next day. Oh, like yeah. it's just, and I feel. Like once we heard that and realized that it was like, all right, well, the generator broke. What are we gonna do? We're gonna figure out how to get it fixed. Mm, right. You know, the fryer went out. All right, well, let's pivot. It was just, you know, it seemed to be one thing after another. Um, we're gonna continue to experience logistic issues or weather-related issues. You know, being a mobile unit, we you don't know what you're going to encounter. It's absolutely it's completely different than having a brick and mortar, and that's something that we <laughs> didn't think of either, you know, yeah, for service. 100%. So, you know, the maintenance side of stuff, it's just little stuff, you know, it's really easy for me to, to sell events, sure. and service events. It is really easy for Mike to be a chef. And we realized there's about a thousand other things that went into this, and, Yeah, which has been fun. I would say now yeah. to learn on the way. Interesting. And yeah. Interesting. interesting and maybe a better way. And yeah.
2: I, and I think it's, it's oftentimes, you know, we struggle with that here. Um, you know, Caitlin and I, and you know, we, we talk about it all the time and, you know, we call it celebrating those those victories, those little wins that we have and taking the time to actually do that. You know, we, yeah. it sounds good in theory and it really is, but yeah. actually doing it's even better. better and yeah. you guys, I mean, that's a great way to do it and celebrate those victories that you guys have had because you guys have been awesome and successful in a short period of time, which is great. Do you, do you guys, when you're working together, is there a place in time where you just kind of unplug or is it always... Talk and shop, or, or do you guys have a rule? Hey, when we get home, we're done.
3: We do or, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do now.
2: I mean, year one. I mean,
1: obviously, it's the biggest thing happening in our life. I mean, it took a worldwide pandemic, yeah. to go back to like what we were saying, like a worldwide pandemic for for me to become us to become a business owner. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, year one, and you know, it's not you know, it's letting the people in our life down, you know, not or not wanting to let the people in mm-hmm. our life down who have supported us. Um, but now we've gotten to a point where I mean, you just. You know you you celebrate the good but yeah. when the bad happens you just you let it go and you, you move on to the next day and you know just try to support each other the best way we can going forward and it's you know it's not it's not always easy no. I mean I'm sure you guys can you guys know I mean running the business is is as great as it is and stressful as it is we still have to remember to be married so yeah. now when we go on date nights we're not talking you know we have that right. rule where we're not talking about the at business at first we were that's like great. what do
3: we talk about yeah. you know yeah. I'm like we gotta go back to what we used to do we on don't, date and night. we don't
1: have kids so I mean yeah. it, so yeah. it, like, it's, it's, it's it's not like we, we, we're talking about the kids so it's literally like it, it's almost like dating again
3: you know
2: yeah. just trying to get to know each other <laughs> yeah. it is because well, the, it kid, it, the it, business it. is your kid it's our it first child you know
3: Yeah, everybody always says it when are you going to have children well we actually have a three year old that's
2: Right. Very large investment, you yeah. Know,
3: it's, uh,
2: yeah, it, it is. And it's, it's, uh, it's always interesting in that dynamic of working with your spouse and, yeah. and you know, I, I, Say it; and she can hear me. So you know it's 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 all right. Watch but, what you say. It, yeah, exactly. But no, it, it is. It's cool because no one. I've always felt that no one's going to support your business more than your spouse. Doesn't matter right. if employees are not. You know, your, your spouse has that vested interest, and mm-hmm. I, to have someone in your corner that actually works with you and actually married to is comforting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when you're operating, you know, your business. It's I, I've always felt that. You can never get comfortable. You know, you're they're always expecting something to go wrong or right. you know, an issue. And, and the second you get comfortable and sit back and relax, that's when things start going bad. Yeah. So, you know, as a exactly. business owner, you're almost are always operating out of fear, and whether it's good or bad or indifferent, yeah. that's just kind of how how we are. Yeah. yeah. So, that's awesome. Um, do you guys have issues with like? Yeah, like from friends, family, I know we, like we do, we talk openly about it where it's, it's, you know, it's so nice that you own your own business. You can take as much time off yeah. as you want, or, you know, take as many vacation days. Yeah. It must be nice to own your own business. You guys get that a lot? Oh, all, all the time. time. Yeah. Everybody's, yeah.
1: All, I mean, even, even today, I, you know, I, we told some friends that, you know, we were coming to do a podcast yeah. this morning. They were like, Oh, it must be nice to just have all this leisure time <laughs> and right. go, go be a celebrity around town, which, you know, a, again, it you know, just good old fancy, fancy ribbing from yeah. some friends, but yeah. but yeah. At the same time, I mean, it it is great. It I is. mean, it's what keeps us doing it. I mean, we've both had job offers ever since COVID ended to go back to you know uh, Hilton for Mandy, and and uh, I used to work for Levy Restaurants, and and I've gotten offers to go back. But what you just said is it. I mean, to to have the the freedom of out of the corporate cog, so to speak. Um, is, is awesome. Yeah. I mean, to be able to go uh, on vacation in a few weeks, I mean, that's, it's awesome. That's it's, great.
3: It's fun to be able to explain it to friends though. When we take this off, we don't have PTO days, you know, it's yeah. letting people understand that our world is different, that when we go on a six, seven week stretch that we get maybe one day off. Yeah, That's why we can take a week off in February to go on a cruise or, right. or you know, we can take a long weekend and, and go on a mini vacation. Like we're in the hospitality world. Our schedules are so, Unique of the different stretches. and sporadic. Of and, oh, yeah. sporadic of and you're feeling. on when people
2: are off. I exactly.
3: Mean, yeah. I mean, you have, we worked up till the 23rd this yeah. year of Christmas, you know, and it's, yeah, it's just a different world, but it's awesome that the advantage of just being a husband and a wife and no other team members and yeah. being a mobile unit, um, we can just close up shop and, and not have to, you know, worry about that and, and focus on growing the business or taking a few days off or whatever that case may be. And.
2: Yeah, and they don't realize when you do go on that cruise with friends that you're the only two on that cruise, probably not getting a paycheck. Payche- yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's interesting. Constant. Wait, if I don't work, I don't get paid. Yeah, we, have, we don't
3: have PTO coming yeah. in. That's we're not quite there yet. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> goals for day. the
3: future right. that we'll have that bank set aside. But yeah. right now it's. It'll be Mandy checking her emails, hoping for that sale to come yeah.
2: in. Well, I think you also get in, in your guys' line of work that, you know, I always thought how cool it is to be a chef. I love watching Food Network. I'm kind of weird about like that and, and the, some TV shows. I'm like, that'd be so cool and, you know, cool to be, a uh, you know, your major in college. But people don't see, you know, below that surface of what yeah. you guys really do behind yeah. the scenes. Cooking and preparing and, and selling events is part one. That's probably yeah. the fun part that you enjoy yeah. the most. but And the easiest. Yeah. Yeah, the, the organizing of all that stuff that yeah. goes into something like that—I don't think they understand.
3: No, I think the and it's something that I, you know, at Hilton I will even say you know it was sending a contract that was already created through Hilton, you know, yeah. and sending it out and signing it and moving on and looking for your next deal. Here it was like creating that contract, getting the attorney yeah. to approve, and you know, and in the, in the the back end of everything—it's like there is tremendous amount that goes into. Into an actual event. Oh, itself. the planning
1: and preparation. I mean, the the party we've done for you guys a couple of years. It's, sure, it's the the food aspect is great, and that's that is my fun time to have. But it's the planning. It's coming up with that timeline to make to yeah. uh, make sure that the the starches and the veg come out equally as hot as the proteins, which are fired last minute. You know, yeah. and it's, it's those small details. You know, and then that's what separates, you know, good cooks from from bad. Anyways, but. When when we're doing it on the scale we're doing it, it's you know it's become. I've I've definitely ramped up the pressure because I don't have a team of, you know, four uh, chefs with a team of twenty five cooks to help execute whatever visions in front of us. You know, when it's when it's all on on your own shoulders. And you're a team of two, you know, yeah. it, You know, and the, the stakes just automatically seem totally. higher. And I'm
3: just a makeshift chef. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's coming I'm along not a classically certain, yeah. yeah. I come can come cut an onion by.
3: like you wouldn't believe now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that's, that's cool. Because it's, again, like I said, people don't see that side of things and the side of that business. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's your name that it falls like, on, yeah. to, right? The quality of the product is you guys. And that adds event. more pressure to it. Too, does, yeah. It does. Well,
3: and it even goes as far back as, you know, And why would people know this but it goes back to mike writing the the full breakdown ingredient list to us purchasing those items we again being a mobile unit we are responsible for for purchasing these items we don't have um you know a large truck delivering like what our old jobs were when product arrived you know rentals to be picked up or different items that are reused it's you know generally a full day of prep before leading into Kevin would my, do
1: dish you know do wash the dishes after an event you yeah know, we, i come from uh, the culinary world where we had a stewarding team yeah. that would you know yeah. magically take the dirty dishes away and they would magically show up clean yeah. you know and, and same and with linens. small yeah. we, you yeah. know we
3: would close linens and napkins out at the end of the to laundry you know like right. that stuff now we do you know yeah. and pressing linens so it's it's interesting stuff you take for granted yeah. when, when you
1: have a corporate sure. job on a, on such a high level like Yeah. That. But, I, again, I wouldn't change it. I mean, I have, I've come to find the small task of doing the dishes very therapeutic. Yeah. Helps me unwind after, you know, a long week or something sure. like that. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
3: I enjoy folding linens now. You know, yeah. It's just it's a mindless task yeah. that I don't have to yeah. open up a QuickBooks. You yeah, right. You're not and QuickBooks. I'm, not, I'm not staring at
1: emails or <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean it's just like, Mandy hollering at me to get menus written. Right. Right, like yeah.
3: Oh, you know, and just like going to food truck shop now or, or for the catering list. It's it's mindless job that yeah. we can put in our earbuds mm-hmm. and listen to a podcast or, or a sports talk and mm-hmm. ram through Sam's Club and restaurant depot and it's like, Okay, this is sometimes nice. Yeah, you know, it it's is, just a, cool. it's a different It's a different way of of doing a job than either one of us ever thought we would be doing.
2: That's awesome. Well, we're going to kind of wrap up here, part one. I do want to take this into part two where we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the business and you know, to have you guys talk a little bit more about the the logistics side of things and visions of the business and and goals and things like that. And um, if anyone else has questions for us, you can reach us here at the office at 330-473-1060. Look us up online at www.bashrock-fg.com. And I'm going to let Mike or Mandy, either or, who wants to plug their business, how can people find you, um, contact you, and get a hold of you?
3: Yeah, you can reach us at um, kitchen212.com. All of my contact information is on there for email and phone number as well.
2: Excellent. All right, guys. Stay tuned for part two. We'll be back here shortly. Thanks.
0: Investment advisory services offered through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor. BA Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.